Welcome to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to episode 162 of the Rotten Reviews Podcast. Thank you everyone for showing up to another episode. I appreciate it. It's actually been a couple of weeks since I sat behind this microphone to record. I was hoping to get a bunch of other videos out, but I've been doing so much other content at this point in time that I haven't had a chance to get some extra content out or uh, actually get more episodes ahead, I should say. I've got lots of content saved up. Uh, I have pretty much, I think I got like five more pieces at the point of this time of this episode coming out to do for the Simpson um, Trios of Horror uh, daily sketch piece that I've been doing. It almost feels weird to be behind the mic again, to be honest with you. Uh, so it's going to take me a little while to get used to uh, speaking English again because I'm horrible at it. Uh, no, I just, I, my mind gets going a million miles a minute and I've, I'm like two coffees in and it's 11 o'clock at night. I just got done uh, playing some games with the boys. They haven't been streaming on Twitch too much lately uh, just because, I don't know, I just haven't felt like it. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, I thank you, though, for people who've been checking out the Twitch stream. Uh, I've got and I think another like 13 to 20 sub on there since the last uh, episode came out. So that's pretty cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate everyone who's been checking out the YouTube channel. That's been growing steadily. Um, I got a lot more content coming out there. Like I said, um, so we have enough pieces saved up or done ahead of time for the Simpson uh, Trios of Horror daily posting. Because in October, everyone does like Inktober or Sketchoween. Oh, Sketchoween's actually my thing. Uh, but there's other uh, drawing prompt lists that people do. Uh, there's a DC one and a Marvel one that I actually kind of want to partake in. So I might do that like next month if I have time. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Because I really do want to do some more superhero stuff. I want to do some more animes, some more cartoon stuff. I've been loving doing the Simpsons stuff. It's it's a joy. But yeah, like I said, my mind's going a mild minute. And uh, what, back on topic let's say uh, but yeah simpson pieces coming out each and every single day we also have the sketchoween series which i've been working on which i'm i'm pretty much like two ahead of each posting day so that's kind of good but it's a different horror movie on a post-it note just one of those little sticky post-it notes because i just started doing that a couple of years ago i think now i think it's probably my third year doing it could be my second year i'm pretty sure it's my third year though could be even longer than that to be honest with you i don't really remember to be honest with you but yeah we're doing that and then uh, of course uh, on top of all that we still have the daily drawings or the weekly drawings that we're doing for my kiddo's lunch. So each and every single day that she goes to school, she gets a surprise drawing put in her lunch. So I've been doing three drawing series, even though they're just small drawing series, um, a week. Like three drawings a day. So that's a lot of drawing, which I'm I'm enjoying it. It's just finding the time to do all that other stuff and do like, you know, be a dad, uh, do schoolwork with her and all the other chores and whatnot. But it's fun. It's fun. That's probably why I haven't been streaming on Twitch too much. I just haven't had the energy to be honest with you guys to do that. But we will hopefully uh, later this month, if not, start fresh 
next month. I know I keep saying that all the time. I'm horrible at staying committed to actually live streaming. That's probably my one downfall. But we've been going solid on the podcast. I don't think I missed any uh, deadlines for this for a while now. I know I had to take a little break probably like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. But we've been going strong ever since. And I, you know, I'm loving this. I'm loving doing the podcast. I love seeing people checking out the podcast. And I appreciate it a lot. I appreciate you guys coming back each and every single week to listen to me mumble and ramble and talk like a, a silly goose, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. And if you guys could make sure to share the podcast, you know, just, you know, share with your friend, your enemy, your pet, you know, if you work all day, you know, maybe your pet wants to listen to something while you're at work or, you know, if you want to listen to it while you're at work too, you know, or, or if you have someone you really don't like uh, or that's scared of horror movies, you know, send it their way too. You know, send it to your enemies. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, if they listen to it, I appreciate it. Maybe they'll be a fan of me. And uh, if, you know, if they're a troll on their bridge, that's fine too. You can send it to them as well. But enough of that. I don't think I have anything else to talk about beforehand before we get into the movie. It's already been like four minutes. Uh, you probably don't want to listen to me talk about other stuff. You, you came here to listen to me talk about this movie from 1985 called The Stuff. Uh, just first and foremost, you can find an HD copy of this movie on YouTube. So if you guys haven't watched this movie yet, definitely go check it out on YouTube. You know, you can pause this podcast now and go watch it ahead of time if you want to. Uh, but please do come back because we need you here. And I'm going to let you guys know, like I do all the times. I'm, when I talk about the movie, I start, you know, I start at the beginning, hit all the points in between, and end with the ending of the movie, of course. So there's going to be spoilers. And this movie came out in 1985. So if you don't want to be spoiled on anything, uh, then definitely uh, pause the podcast now. But you probably won't want to listen to it afterwards because you just watched the movie so why would you want to listen to me talk about the movie but that's besides the point if you want to do both that's awesome yeah i'm sure whoever uploaded the uh, movie on youtube will appreciate the views and i appreciate the, the listens as well you can also apparently watch it on prime if you want to uh on imdb we have 5.9 out of 10 uh rotten tomatoes is 73 percent uh, 3.1 out of 5 on letterbox 84 percent of google users apparently like this movie and the description on google a private detective investigates a new consumer taste treat that's absolutely delicious and just possibly lethal uh release date was june 14th 1985 you know i was born on june 12th 1989 you know it's not the same year but close to you know the same day uh, apparently the budget which i find crazy is 1.7 million dollars i uh it's a lot of foam i guess to have that i don't i don't know where the budget went so the writer and director for this film is larry cohen who uh, is known for writing the 1974 it lives in 1978 it lives again uh, I watched those movies I think I have like a little two-pack or maybe it's a, even like a four-pack that I picked up at a local store here I'm gonna have to revisit those movies I don't remember liking them too much when I watched them a long time ago but we'll definitely rewatch them for the podcast because I think it'd be fun he also wrote the ambulance from 1990 uh, it's got 5.9 on imdb so I'm, I'm very curious about that I'm, i'll give that a shot there's also just two people in the cast i want to point out uh we have garrett morris who's known as uh chocolate something in the movie but anyways he's he's a captain or cruiser on coneheads which i thought was really awesome he, i've seen him in a bunch of other movies it's saturday night live a lot he's actually in 99 episodes of saturday night live from 1975 to 1980 so I love the old school Saturday Night Live. I'm not so much a fan of the modern day stuff, but I do love anything pretty much up to like the mid 90s point. Uh, we also had Paula Servino, uh, who passed away I think last year. But you know he's known f uh, for Goodfellas, Repo, The Janet Opera, and Rocketeer from 1991, where he played Eddie Valentine. Uh, we got hit up the taglines. The taglines are habit forming, mind controlling, life absorbing 
you can never get enough of the stuff. It's a comedy, horror, sci-fi, and it's rated R. Uh, apparently, there's a goof. All the license plates seen in the movie are from New York State, but it's not set in New York State, apparently. Uh, I'm not sure the exact setting uh, at this point in time, uh, because we'll have to get watching the movie to actually see. But I think it was, like, wasn't it, like, Toronto or something like that? I mean, it's Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's someplace else other than New York State. Apparently, trivia, according to Larry Cohen himself, in some scenes in which the stuff chases characters, a foam made of blended fish bones was used. It stank so much that as soon as the shots were done, the actors ran to the river in order to bath and get rid of the stench, which that would be understandable. I would not want that smell on me at all. When, with that being said, let's just jump right into the movie at hand. So like I said earlier, if you guys don't want to be spoiled, feel free to pause the movie here, go watch it on YouTube, and then come back and listen to the podcast. Hopefully you'll come back and listen to the podcast because we need you here. And if not, shame on you and come back for the next episode, I guess. But yeah, let's get right into the movie. Presents Saturday Night at the Movies. The television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. Tonight, is here now. Great new day sensation. Light and free now. But you elevation. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough of the stuff. The stuff. The taste that makes you hungry for more. The stuff. Taste that delivers. Enough is never enough. We interrupt this presentation with the following urgent message. Tonight, America is in grave danger. We are under alien attack by a popular dessert known as The Stuff. Here, Jason, take some. No, don't eat that. There is something alive in there. Tasty. There's something alive in yogurt. It's called benign bacteria. If the stuff is in your house, do not eat it. If you have it on your shelves, do not sell it. If you distribute this material, close your doors, make no more sales. Yeah, the movie starts out before the even the intro credits or anything. We have this, I believe it might be a security guard who's walking through this. It's kind of like a quarry looking area. And it looks like it's snowing. I'm pretty sure it's snowing. And then he's like, oh, what's this stuff on the ground? It's very smooth. He puts his fingers down. He's, up, he's like, oh, very smooth. And then he starts eating it. How many people are you going to know is going to eat stuff off the ground? And he starts eating some more of it. He's like, ah, oh, real sweet. Real good. And then someone else starts yelling on me like, Hey, what are you doing down there? He's like, uh, nothing. I'm just going to stand here and eat this stuff that I found on the ground. I'll be damned. It's some really good stuff. Right? I really like it. <laughs> then the other guy comes over. He's like, here, what are you doing? Eating some snow? They say, wait, are you out of your mind? This is some good stuff coming out of the ground over here. Why don't you come try some of it? So the other guy tries it. He's like, oh, what the hell is it? He's like, oh, I don't know, but it's bubbling out of the ground. Maybe there's enough that we can start selling it to people. Yeah, let's just sell the random foamy stuff that's coming out of the ground. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with that at all and then we have this kid who's waking up in his room he's all itchy and stuff and he left his windows open and the mosquitoes are eating him alive so he gets up to close the windows and that's when we see the intro credit come in we see the the stuff pop up on the screen like the tile font which is very very basic we won't judge them too much apparently they couldn't do much with that 
1.7 million dollar budget to make a fucking font but whatever it's fine it's it's fine so then the kid goes downstairs washes up opens up the fridge he sees this white foam and stuff coming out of the fridge and he's all scared and then his dad comes up and he's like oh you scared me I thought you were a murderer or something or a robber He's like, I sorry, Dad. I was just hungry. And then the kid's like, Do you see it in the fridge? He's like, Sees what? And he looks inside the fridge, and we see the yogurt container that has the stuff logo on it. And it's just like, for whatever reason, inside the fridge, it's on its side with the lid taken off of it for some reason. And the dad just shuts the fridge door, like, Ah, you get the bed. No big deal. We'll just leave that how it is. It's fine. And then dad goes back to the fridge. He's like, oh, I'm going. I'm go I'm kind of hungry too, so I'm going to eat some of the stuffs. And then we cut and see this girl filming a commercial for the stuff. And the stuff is supposed to be ice cream. Uh, but why do you keep it in your fridge if it's ice cream and if it's ice cream and the lid was off and it was sideways god knows how long it's been in your fridge for that long so i'm assuming it would start to melt all over the place i'm no expert i usually keep my ice cream in the freezer but that's just me and then we see these guys having a business meeting on a yacht not a giant yacht but a fair size yacht nonetheless and they're talking about wondering how the ingredients of the stuff are created and how this one company is gonna start buying out this other cookie company and then they're gonna combine things and start expanding and be back in business within 60 days or whatever and then we see this other random guy showing up on another small boat to meet up with the yacht i'm like how many business operations do you know have business meeting out on a yacht out in the fucking ocean somewhere you know you see the city skyscape beside it factories and whatnot it's nothing super fancy but still nonetheless don't you have a fucking building you can work in then the guy who was on the, the small boats on the yacht now he starts shaking everyone's hands he's like oh that's a sweet palm that's a sway palm oh let me feel your palm that's a sway palm oh why you got such a sway palm and apparently these business guys are hiring this guy to get into another company to figure out how they're making the stuff and what their secret is and all their ingredients he's like yeah it's gonna cost you some money he's like one of the guys like i don't care how much money it's gonna cost just get the job done mo rufford is apparently the guy's name and he's really stupid because he's like you know why they call me mo because every time someone gives me money i want more money like, yeah you're clever anyways this guy apparently snuck into one of the fancy the business guys uh, hotel rooms the night before and stuck like a listening device in his pocket of his jacket but it's just like a, a battery with a string i'm not sure how that's going to record anything or transport anything over the airwaves whatever it's fine then mo on his way uh leaving off the yacht he decides to punch one of the guys in the face like good deal on business with you gentlemen like yeah you seem like a really great guy there mo let me see the family sitting down for breakfast in the morning the little kid that was up in the middle of the night was like ah no i'm not feeling too good and dad's like you've already missed three days of school you're not missing anymore so you better suck it up because you felt good at four o'clock in the morning you were hungry then so you're still going to school and then the older brother's like hey i've just ate my breakfast can i have some ice cream the stuff it's like so you let your kids have ice cream early in the morning and yet you still keep it in the fridge and then the little kid's like yo it's it's bad it's it's i saw it moving last night in the fridge but on its own it's it's not good it's spoiled and we find out the little kid's name is jason and the older brother's like what where are you on freak so then jason slaps his mom's hand and it goes all over the counter door and the mom's like i hope it doesn't stain my furniture it's 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 fucking ice cream you say it's gonna stain if it stains out what's it doing to your insides and then she's cleaning off like oh this is a really good cleaner too actually to be honest with you then we cut to their stuff commercial that's getting filmed and it's two girls in like a bikinis and fur jackets and they they gotta start you know showing off the stuff some more you know doing their twists and spins 
It's like, really? Uh, what kind of commercials are you guys making? They also have like eight different girls modeling off this stuff. Like one after another. Well, sets of two actually. It's like, oh, get a close up of her face. I really need to see how she enjoys it. She's really pretty. We gotta, we gotta see her face. And then Mo just comes in. He's like, all right, guys, you know, you guys take a break. I gotta talk to the director here and, you know, kill the lights, kill the sound. I'm in charge now. I just got, I gotta talk to the director here. Uh, so you guys pause your commercial, please, okay? If I'm most talking to this lady, I believe her name is Nicole. And he's like, you know, we need you to come help us, you know, promote our pr promotion because, you know, by what I've heard is that you've created the name for the stuff, you know, you're helping sell the stuff. So we need you on our team so you can help us sell our product, which is much better than the stuff. And then Nicole gets up. She's like, you know, here, you know, secondhand Misty or Missy or whatever her name is. Here's this card. I need you to look this guy up, cancel my dinner dates and find me a nice dress to wear tonight, please. Because apparently Moe's supposed to be the, like this big hot shot. I think he's starting to sound like a Texan, but I'm not really too sure to be honest with you. Let me see Jason walking through the grocery store. He sees this kid that has some stuff. And he knocks it out of his hand, knocks it to the ground. And then he's run away. <laughs> he knocks into a fucking display and knocks everything over. It's not even a stuff display. It's just a random display. So. And then he runs to the cooler area, which this ice cream stuff is not in a full on cooler because it's an open display. And they're even stacking it on shelves like it's no big deal. And he just starts going through and destroying everything. So I understand where their budget is because of how many containers that have the stuff printed on them and the displays for that. And then Jason being a badass, there is some that's actually in a cooler with the door shut and he decides to break the goddamn glass out. And then one of the workers has to like a couple of workers grab him, even though this kid's like, what, 10? And it takes three of them to take him down to the ground. And he starts freaking out. He's like, yeah, you guys gotta stop it. This stuff is gonna kill you. And we have Mo showing up to uh, Mr. Vickers' house to have an interview apparently with him because he's telling Mr. Vickers that he's working for a magazine to do an interview. We find out that Mr. Vickers is on the FDA and he's one of the people who tested out the stuff and approved for the stuff. He's like, oh, I, I, you know, it didn't have a name back then, but yeah, I, I tested it out and it was fine. Yeah, everything's good with it. And then Mr. Vickers is like, you gotta understand, the stuff is not like a prescription. It's kind of like a treat. It's kind of like a yogurt or like an ice cream. And Moe's like, so what's in it? He's like, mm, can't actually tell you what's in it. Mr. Briskers goes on about how much he likes the stuff and how he even feeds it to his dog, Ben, who's a, like a Doberman pincher. Mix of some sort. And he's apparently only supposed to be a year. And Ben keeps walking around growling. Uh, I'm assuming it's not really the dog growling. It's probably just some overlaying some sound of the dog growling. Or maybe it could just be the dog being like, I don't like one of you guys. And Mr. Vickers goes up to his office to grab some paperwork to show when he tested the stuff. And Moe's like, so why why is your master scared of you, Ben? Like, why is, why is he so scared of you? Because you can tell the dog keeps barking and Vickers is getting more and more nervous at each bark. And then Moe's like, so are uh, you hungry, Ben? Let's go get you some food. As we just walk through this home, expecting it to know where everything is, like it's our own home. He opens up the door that goes to the kitchen. And it's just a box of the stuff. And then Vickers comes down. He's like, ah, oh, here's that paperwork. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get going actually and then we cut and we see that this stuff is so popular that there's even the stuff like little pop-up restaurant spot like a little ice cream bar i guess you could say which it makes i like i like this spot at least uh, maybe that's where most of the budget went aside from the display cases all on that side of that grocery store because this looks like an actual full-on ice cream bar and then we cut back to mr vicker's house where he's on the floor trying to get the phone as ben is running up the up the stairs to get him and we don't actually see ben attack him he's just kind of like walking 
walking around like playing with him and then ben grabs the phone line and rips it out of the wall but even there's a goof there i think as well because when vickers grabs the phone we can already see the phone's not plugged in because there's a cord just hanging there and then we see vickers hiding underneath the uh little little stand and he's like come on ben just leave me alone ben and then this really bad puppet comes up and it's supposed to be ben's head as the stuff comes out of his mouth and vickers just screams and terror as it's coming on him, I guess. And we have Mo who shows up at Stater to, you know, investigate the area because this is where they apparently test the stuff, according to Vickers. And he pulls up to his old gas station. He's like, so, uh, anybody else live around here? And the gas tent guy's like, ah, no, everyone pretty much moved away, to be honest with you. There's new towels in the washroom. I just cleaned it. Do you want to go use the washroom? I don't really see people that often. I won't kidnap you in the washroom, though. You want to go check out the washroom? And then this other car pulls up, like, a couple houses down. And uh, Mo's like, do you ever see that car around? And station guys like oh i never actually to be honest with you i don't i don't see much of anything around here pretty abandoned so then mo walks down the street to go check out the car that just pulled up two seconds ago but i'm not sure how they were driving it because according from this scene like looking at it, the windshield is covered in dust so i'm not sure how the guy would have been dri- driving it but anyways mo opens up the door there's no bands to the car and then we see the gas tank clerk running away for some reason and then Chocolate Charlie comes out from behind the car and starts fighting Mo. And then, you know, there's like a tussle between each other. And then Mo stops like, you're Chocolate Chip Charlie. He's like, yeah, I live here because, you know, people stole my company and I can't afford to live anywhere else. We find out that apparently some company bought all the stock from his nephews and his brother and all this other people. And next thing you know, he's out of the company because everyone bought all the stock from everyone else. And now he's lost his company that way. And then Mo's like, so, well, how did you get here then? And Chocolate Chip Charlie's like, well, this is pretty much my family left me here, brought it up. And uh, this is the forwarding address. And now I'm stuck here. And then they go talk to the guy at the post office who's just seemed pretty stupid, to be honest with you. Mo goes to ask him some questions. The guy's just like, just go away. Just leave us alone. I don't want to talk to you. I'm Droopy the dog. Just leave me alone, please. And the clerk burps a little bit. He's like, excuse me, I'll be right back. I need to go use the washroom. And then we see him sneaking out of his own store. And then Chocolate Charlie and Mo are like, so we need to take this guy back with us. So what are we going to do? And Chocolate Charlie's like, I got an idea. We hit him in the head, throw him in the car, and we take off. And then Mo's like, well, what car do we use? And that's when you hear someone moaning and groaning in the background. They're like, oh, I wonder what that is. And the moaning's coming from the washroom. So they go to knock on the door, nobody answers, and then next thing we know, we see the clerk on the floor with the stuff coming out of his mouth, and then next thing you know, we see the stuff leaving out the window and just disappearing it off into the wilderness. And uh, Mo starts to go out the window that's broken, and Charlie's like, you're not serious about chasing that thing, right? Like, I hope you have a gun on you, because if that thing tries to kill me, you kill me first, please. And then they're walking out in the the darkness and then there's a bunch of guys running towards them i assume or actually yeah towards them but from behind they're chasing them so then next thing you know we see charlie and mo running to this random paddle boat that's off on the side of the water and then they start fighting these guys and mo goes to punch one guy in the face and his whole nose and jaw and everything just pops off and then chocolate chip charlie gets in the boat and gets ready to untie it from the grass because there's no dock so i'm not sure what it's tied to <laughs> And then one of the bad guys is nice enough to like give them a pushing start off of the uh, the, the side of the shore there. And then we see a random shot of the gas station clerk, not the gas station clerk, the other clerk from the post office building. And he's waking up off the fucking washroom floor, just wiping his mouth like, oh, no big deal. I was just taking a power nap. And we see Mo and Charlie sitting in a restaurant and Charlie's like, so, uh, you miss, you got any good chocolate chip cookies? And then Mo's like, you got any stuff runner? As he looks around and then everyone just looks around shocked like, 
Oh, never heard any of that stuff. Don't know what you're talking about. And then Charlie and Mo were talking, and Mo's like, you know, we're going to have to split up. I need you to go to Washington to go talk to the special agent and, you know, let him know what's happening because I can't call him. So I'm just going to send a Ram guy to go talk to him. Also, the waitress says that they have no stuff, and then she walks into the walk-in freezer, and that's all you see is the stuff and nothing else. And we see Mo walking through the city and there's this little pop-up like ice cream cart. That's the stuff. And then next thing you know, you see the lady open up the cooler and pulls a, a rail. She's like, here he comes. He's coming. And then we see a stuffed van pulling down the street and tries to run over Mo. And Mo's like, well, I wonder why that van tried to hit me. Let me see Mo sitting down to talk to, I believe it's Fletcher. And Mo's like, so you're not one of them, right? You're not on the stuff? He's like, no, 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 of course not. I'm not on the stuff. My doctor would never let me have that crap. He's like, so you know what's on the stuff? He's like, no, I, I don't know. Nobody knows what's in the stuff other than the people that make the stuff. How would I know what's in the stuff? This stuff was already made before I even got on the business. Like, I'm just, you know, the head honcho trying to make money off of it. Then Fletcher goes and grabs an envelope. He's like, so this is for you. It's a little incentive. You know, a couple hundred dollar bills, like 25 of them, let's say. And then like a contract because I want you on as our security team so, you know, everything stays safe. And Mo's like, so I don't actually have to eat the stuff though, right? Like, I can, I, I don't, I don't stand with the stuff. I'll support it, but I'm not going to eat it, all right? Let me see Mo and Nicole walk into this doctor's office uh, where they're doing tests or trying to do tests on the stuff. And that's when the doc's like, hey, do you see this? Look in the newspaper. This boy on Long Island doesn't like the stuff. He got arrested for, you know, destroying the display in the grocery store. Should go check that out probably, huh? And we go back to Jason's home where he's apparently grounded for life as he's taking some kind of ball. It might be a baseball. I'm not really too sure. It might be a tennis ball. He's just whipping it at his floor as he's sitting on his bed. He's like, yeah, I'm up here, you guys. You know, you can treat me like a child. And then he sneaks downstairs. He goes in his kitchen. He sees that the garbage can's all full. And he sees a whole garbage bag full of just the stuff containers. As we also hear like an arcade game playing in the background. And then we cut and see the dad's heating a container of stuff. And then the mom's heating a container of stuff. And then there's a container of the stuff on the, the coffee table. As the older brother is playing some kind of game. I'm not even sure which game it is to be honest with you. And both of Jason's parents try to feed him some stuff. He's like, is that blitz for dinner? He's like, yeah, I've lost five pounds since just eating the stuff you know it's great so then the dad tries to give jason the speech about how the stuff is really good for you and it's healthy for you and then jason goes to run away so then the dad's like to the older brother go get him so then the little brother or the older brother goes and chases down jason and drags him back inside the house he's like you're gonna eat some of the stuff and then he takes him to the parents and the parents are like i thought you loved your new room i thought you loved all your stuff and then the older brother's like you always get what you want and they pretty much give him a container of the stuff to eat and jason walks away pretending that he's going to eat it but they don't follow him they actually actually see if he's eating it until he gets like to the top of the stairs and then the dad's like you stay in your room until you're finished your stuff you cook you don't come back down until you're done it, okay? And don't you be dumping it out in the sink or anything like that because there's probably a washroom right beside your bedroom. I'm definitely not going to check to make sure you ate it all. Now, shocking, of course, Jason goes to the washroom and starts pouring it down the toilet only to have the stuff start climbing out of the toilet. So then Jason's like, ah, I got to flush it and put the lid down. That, that'll get rid of it. Hopefully it goes down the toilet. Please, please don't come at me stuff. And Jason, being the clever kid that he is, empties out the stuff container, like I said, but fills it up with shaving cream shaving foam and then he's going back downstairs and the other brother's like hey you can't be down here until you're done your stuff so then he takes a bite out of it and then he takes a couple more bites out of it and i'm just wondering why he keeps eating shaving foam because that probably tastes disgusting 
I've never tried it, nor never will. So then Jason's like, I- I'm getting pretty tired. And Dad's like, we don't get tired now that we've been eating properly and eating the stuff. So then Jason puts his container down on the table and runs out. And then the dad takes two finger scoop. Yeah, this isn't the stuff. This isn't it. So then he runs out. And then next thing you know, Mo's just outside. He's like, get in the car. Come on. Oh, I'll save you, little guy. As he's in a white car. At least it's not a white van, at least. Then as they're driving away, and Jason's like, you know, excuse me, sir, uh, I just, uh, threw up in your car, and I'm really sorry, because I just ate some shaving cream, and, uh, I didn't mean to throw up in the backseat of your car, but I did it, so we're gonna need to get that clean later, okay, sir? Sorry, sir. And then we have Mo and Jason showing up to this private jet where Nicole's waiting. He's like, ah, look, we're going to Georgia now. We've got this ex-con named Jason who looks like he's 10, and he's coming with us. They land in Georgia because apparently this is like the main location where the stuff is coming out of. And they're met with a limousine and a bunch of people that work for the company being like, So I hope you, you don't mind. We A bunch of us just showed up to, you know, greet you. And then the limo's pulling up to this factory. And there's a bunch of giant stacks that look like they'd be used for something that's not food related at all. And Mo's like, yeah, look at those giant stacks. Probably just full of all the stuff, huh? That's interesting now, isn't it? This whole time, though, Jason's been asleep in the private jet. And the next thing you know, we see the creepy guy from the post office showing up. And then we see the stuff attacking the pilot's face. And then Jason wakes up and he looks he's looking at the pilot. And we just see the stuff filling up the whole front of the jet. So then Jason gets out of this, like, back trap door looking area. Made for luggage, I'm not really too sure. And just starts running. Doesn't know where he's running to. He just keeps running, though. And then we see Mo inside the factory with Nicole. And they're looking around the factory. They're watching all the workers working. And Mo's got his camera and one of the workers comes up he's like you shouldn't be taking pictures there so the mole just starts you know flashing some more pictures like smile i don't give a shit and Nicole's there kind of be like, yeah, so we're going to shoot a new a new commercial. So why don't we shoot a new commercial with everyone that's actually working inside the factory so everyone knows all the hard work that goes into making the stuff. And the next thing we know, we see Jason, who's at like this rock quarry looking area. And then this big, what looks to be a water truck is showing up, but it's actually the same truck that was at the jet because the post office guy was using the hose off of that truck that's full of stuff to fill up the jet. And then Jason sneaks on top of the truck trailer the tanker trailer as workers are walking by being like ah the stuff's gonna be coming down from earlier this time around huh and there's also workers up atop like up on like this walkway the catwalk but they don't see jason laying on top of the the tanker trailer at all and the tanker trailer is open on top so jason's like you know what i'm gonna go inside the tanker trailer nothing bad could happen they're, they're definitely not gonna fill that up with stuff and then, of course, you know, they don't actually start filling up with stuff, but a worker comes on top of the tanker trailer, shuts the lid, and locks it. And then Jason's like, oh, God, I'm stuck in here in the dark now. What am I going to do? And then one of the workers is like to Nicole and Mo. He's like, so I know you guys are tired because you're long flat and all, so we're going to set you up in a motel, and you guys can come back fresh in the morning. And you can see the whole process a little bit better, so you understand. Nicole's like, I'm not tired. I don't want to go to a motel with him. I, I don't want to do that. I just, well, let's, let's just do this stuff now and get down normal, please. And then they're signing into the motel and then Mo's like yeah I guess Jason's probably in Savannah Georgia by now because that was the orders that he gave to the jet pilot but little does he know the jet pilot is dead because the stuff killed him then while they're in the motel they're getting ready for bed and they're they're getting ready to sleep and they have the tv on and the tv's running on yet another another goddamn commercial for the stuff which i actually like this commercial because it's got um i forget the actor's name but he plays fish and barney miller one of my favorite cop shows from like the 70s and uh yeah he's just a very iconic you know low attitude uh boris karloff-esque voice actor 
or talker, I should say, because I don't think he does voice acting, but he was known as the fish. So that's just a fun little cameo that I've actually noticed. Then as you're both asleep in the hotel bed, the pillow starts moving, and then it pops open, and the stuff pops out of it and starts attacking Moe's face. And Nicole wakes up freaking out to it, and Moe's on the floor just, you know, screaming underneath the suffocation of the stuff, trying to get it off his face. And then uh, Nicole grabs some alcohol and starts pouring on the stuff, and that slowly makes the stuff give up. I guess. Well, actually, yeah, it does. It does give it make it uh, give up because then she sets it on fucking fire while it's on his face, and next thing you know, the floor is on fire as well. Then this random guy with a mustache walks in, and he's got plaid on. He's like, "I'm going to kill you guys!" And he starts fighting them. He's like, "Just leave us alone!" And then the stuff pops out of the mattress and consumes him like the blob, even though he's on the same side as the stuff. But I guess the stuff doesn't really care because the stuff just wants to eat whatever and we see uh nicole and mo just like leaving the hotel room like ah time for us to clock out our whole room's on fire and full of the stuff so uh, can we get our money back because i really need the money back because you know uh i spent a lot of money on this room even though you guys were going to cover it you know you guys tried to kill me let me see mo and nicole stealing an old ford truck and nicole's like what are we going to say if uh, someone reports drugs on i was like we're just going to tell them that a pillow tried to kill us i guess and then we see them sitting outside the factory as they're watching the trucks leave and nicole's like where where are they going at this time of hour it's like ah it's pretty easy to leave at this time of night when you don't want to be seen i guess huh pretty suspicious now isn't it the whole time there's like this not really a chasing but they're following behind the trucks we just see jason in the back of one of these empty trailers like swipping and swooping around as he's trying to stand on his feet but he can't because it's an oval container and he's just you know sliding all over the place we see them follow the trucks to this uh rock quarry looking area and they get on top of this ledge and they're looking down it's like oh we see a light down there they're looking down and they're like what the hell are they doing and they just see like a base like a rock quarry base full of this the stuff and like hmm this is very interesting i thought they actually made the stuff but apparently they don't make the stuff it's just it's it's right there coming out of the ground it's it's weird and then we see randy that mo of course in his bag has one of the hazmat stuff suits like the yellow suits he's like ah i'm gonna put this on they'll never notice me down there because i'll just pretend like i'm working like a donut job and stuff and nicole's like hmm, that's why you saved that instead of my wallet huh so at this point, then, uh, Mo's like, I want you to go back to the pickup. The keys are underneath the floorboard. A, why are you hiding keys? B, you also stole the truck, so therefore, how do you have the keys, I'm assuming? You know, it's a different point in time in life. I'm assuming maybe some people left their keys in their vehicle. I, I sure hope not, but maybe it's sometime back then people didn't feel like their vehicles were going to get stolen. I don't know. I would never leave my... That's like leaving your front door open and unlocked. Never going to happen. Nope, not doing it. But then at this point, when they're, like, sucking the stuff out of the, like, little lake or whatever you want to call it we see part of the stuff like moving on its own what's making look like what's stopping this part of the stuff from attacking all those workers because you know the workers are pretty much stealing them away putting them in containers and you know having other people actually fucking eat them so what's stopping the stuff from actually killing these people because it tried killing moa ray tried killing some other people so what's stopping it from you know killing all these workers makes no sense i guess they just know what team they're on i guess and then poor little Jason, he's, he's, it's his lucky time because uh, someone finally hooks up his tanker trailer and we just see his trailer slowly starting to fill up with some stuff. And he's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, no. What am I going to do? Somebody help me, please. Help me, please. 
So at this point, Moe's walking by the one of the tanker trailers, and he hears someone inside. He's like, Jason, is that you inside there, buddy? What you doing in there, huh, bud? And then Moe just starts fighting some of the workers, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get into the cab of the truck and start driving it away. Also, I forgot to mention, while walking around this area, he was also putting uh, some sticky C4 bombs on some certain spots, and he has a the control in his hand so he clicks the button and he sets the first one then he sets the second one and then like four different blasts go off on the little rock wall and it starts filling up the little lake of stuff how convenient we see some of the workers trying to stop Mo from driving the transport but of course he's in a transport so he's gonna run you over if you don't move out of the way and then we see Nicole getting back to the truck finally and she goes to get in the truck and then one of the workers is there it looks like it might be the like, the post office guy and they start tussling on the ground and then Nicole's hiding behind the truck and literally Mo takes the transport and runs over this guy and literally splits him in two and he, it looks like his head pops off too let me see mo finally getting jason out of that tanker trailer and uh jason's just like what tank is so long he's like oh, i honestly didn't know you were in there for a long time actually and then they're driving with the transport instead of driving the, the truck of all things they're driving the transport down the road and the cop pulls some more he's like ah you know i got hose hanging out the back of your trailer eh? that mo's just being a smart guy. He's like so officer you're gonna arrest me for indecent exposure because my hose has been hanging out back here huh huh no. Officer's like, ah, uh, so uh, get out of the truck, Terry. Uh, I'm not dealing with you. Come on, guys, get out of the truck. You're, you're under arrest now for being smart ass. Then after being held at gunpoint, um, Jason says how hungry he is and how the stuff's just leaking out of the trailer. And then Nicole goes on about it, and then they finally lure the officer over because the officer's like, yeah, I'm pretty hungry too, actually. And then Mo hits him in the back of the head and knocks him out, and then they drive off again. Then we see Mo pulling up to this long-ass driveway that leads into, like, this old-school castle. And Jason's like, we're pulling up to the castle. He's like, yeah, I know everything about this man that lives here but he knows nothing about me to be honest with you and then this army guy literally comes out of the grass and then a bunch of army people literally come out of the grass guns point at mo and he's just like hey guys how's it going and this is when he's coming to report to colonel spears who is played by paul servino and then colonel spears is like oh who are you he's like well you know i worked for hoover and he kind of you know i had me tap into one of your hotel rooms that you had like a little 17 year old lady staying with and uh, i wish i brought the tapes for proof so i could say who i am or proof who i am but like i know a lot about you you don't know anything about me so maybe like you should help me out probably here and then Mo's like, you know, you were worried about the fluoride and the water system. There's actually something that's a lot worse that's poisoning all the Americans. And, you know, it's this stuff. And, like, we need your help so we can get this stuff stopped. So then Mo and Spears are coming down from the, the tower. And uh, Spears is like, oh, look, this is a lady that's going to come with us to show us the fa facility, huh? And, you know, maybe after we're done, you can uh, reward me with a good reward, huh, I'm missing? And Mo's like, so, uh, excuse me, sir, I think you're actually stepping on my lady. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. You're going to be a cash lead in, in there. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Then we have the guys showing up with the tanker truck to uh, the facility. And this one guy, the redneck guy, gets out. He's like, so I found this truck on the side road abandoned. And I, I thought it might be like a reward to uh, re return it. So one of the guards is like, yeah, yeah, come on. Just bring it in, I guess. He's like, I'm not moving until I here's about some money so the guard shoots him and then spears and the whole gang of army guys just start rushing the whole place they kill the first guy at the gate and he just bleeds stuff so then they start rushing the whole plant and we just see this whole facility filling up with army guys all over the place and then mo's like come on let's go inside the facility guys let's go check it out and everything's smoky inside like a fog rolling over <laughs> they go further into the facility and spears gets pissed off because they walk into this room he's like you damn bastards you took all your own lives 
lives. You robbed me of this. I wanted to kill you, not you guys. You guys shouldn't be able to kill yourself. I wanted to do it. Then Nicole's like, come on, come on, Jason. We gotta get out of here. This is too disgusting. Because apparently all these dead bodies are hollow now because they started hitting them. And the body just breaks apart. The next thing you know, we see the stuff just making its way through the facility. And Nicole and Jason are trying to, like, hide in, like, these wheelie containers. And they keep hopping from container to container to try and hide from the stuff. Even though the stuff's, you know, just going up and over them. And into each container... You know, and they're like, oh, we got to make it through this door that's behind us. Why didn't you just head to the door in the first place? Let me see the one shot of the stuff breaking through a wall. And it just looks like a bunch of melt crushing some army guys. And that breaks through another part. And it, it's, it's cheap looking effects, but it's kind of funny at the same time. And I kind of enjoy it because it just looks like a bunch of milk and yogurt crushing through the walls. And we see Spears with his arm around Nicole. He's like, I own two radio stations in Atlanta. We're going to go down there. We're going to warn everyone what this stuff can do. And we're going to get rid of this stuff. And here we see them landing at this airbase. I thought maybe it was just the one of them landing at the airbase. But there's a bunch of them landing at the airbase. And then they start taking over this taxi cab of all things. I guess, actually, they start taking over like three or four taxi cabs that are just sitting there. I guess waiting for them the whole time. It's kind of funny watching all these guys in these taxi cabs. Uh, it's like a convoy of taxi cabs. I just feel like I'm in a mission from like Grand Theft Auto here. As, you know, you have a bunch of people showing up at this random spot. in this little, little random looking freaking town of all things too. And then Spears gets control of all his men. He's like, pay the drivers. Make sure you get cash receipt in it. And tip them as well. And then they show up to the radio station. And Spears is like, what's on my station right now? And the guy's like, oh, we're just doing, you know, the sports. And then we're doing a tribute to Elvis. So the guy turns out the speaker. And it's a commercial for the stuff. And then Spears gets all pissed off. He's like, get that off my station now. I don't want that crap on my radio station. Then randomly at the news station, we see Chocolate Chip Charlie making his way through the military guys. And upstairs he's like, don't you know who I am? I'm Chocolate Chip Ch Charlie. I'm here to help this situation out then spears comes into the recording room he's like who are you what are you doing here you're not talking on my radio station that's when jason has to you know speak up being like you know this chocolate chip charlie i love his cookies and then mo's like you know how many people listen to this man 20 million people love his brand you know if you have him on it's gonna get in more listeners and make you more money in the long run they like, fine you can talk and then we have charlie who's got nicole off in another room and he's like you know what i've seen the stuff i've seen what happens to the body when the stuff decides to leave the body and she's like how do you how do you know and then we see charlie changing and starting to like open his mouth more it looks like he's choking and nicole's like are you okay and then we see the stuff slowly coming out of charlie's mouth and it's this very weird prosthetic and effect and then next thing you know we see the stuff coming out of his mouth and chocolate chip charlie's face just pretty much blows up and now jason's in that same recording room too and like don't let the stuff touch you it's gonna hurt you and then we see mo breaking the glass of the recording room and then next thing you know he's cutting this giant this massive power line that then spears hands to him and then he takes the power line and starts setting the stuff on fire and it's just so cheesy and so horrible but i love bad movies and spears goes on the airline to give everyone a warning and be telling them like don't sell the stuff don't consume the stuff it's an alien material and it's it's going to take you over and it's going to kill you and then we see a shot of nicole being like yes and the people did believe and you know over the weeks we saw people setting the stuff on fire you know creating bonfires you know riots in the street as they create giant fires all over the place and they just burnt the stuff you know i guess the chemicals in there wouldn't be a big deal <laughs> and we also see them blowing up the like the little stuff pop-up ice cream stands and stuff I wonder how many times I've said stuff in this podcast. Let me know down in the comments. Let me see uh, Mo going back to talk to Fletcher. And he's like, ah, I see you're back. Are you here to throw your my money back in my face? He's like, nah, 
I spent it. Don't worry about it. He's like, ah, so you think you can stop us? Just by blowing up one quarry? You know, we're going to find another one. And it's just going to seep through the ground again. So I don't know what your plan is here. And then one of the business partners comes over. He's like, yeah, so the stuff is finished. But look at this. A new ad campaign for the taste. <laughs> it's the same container, same font style. Just a different color scheme, though. People are going to buy it and they're going to love it. And Mo's like, so I'm our friend, just so you guys know. And then he calls in Jason. And Fletcher's like, ah, there's no, no swap for a boy to be. You know? He's like, ah, don't worry. He's not a boy anymore. You know, the stuff killed his... Uh, uh, parents and his brother. He's like, I brought another friend too and pulls out a gun. He's like, ah, right, come on. You can't shoot us in front of the kid. You know, please, please don't shoot us, please. Let me see Jason. He's brought in a big box of the stuff. He put, he makes him sit down at the table and they put in a big giant stack of the stuff in front of him. He's like, yeah, so, uh, we're gonna make you eat it. So just so you know, uh, if you don't eat it, I'm gonna shoot you. Mo literally holds him at gunpoint as they eat container after container. He's like, are you eating it or is it eating you? As you see all these containers all over the place, all over the desk, all over the floor, and these guys are just like i'm done i don't want to eat any more food please don't make me eat any more stuff and then we finally hear police alarms coming in the background for some reason then mo and jason leave the room it's like ah it looks like we did it and then we see these two people standing on the sidewalk looking like crackheads and then this truck pulls up and they get out and they go to the back of the truck and they're cutting open a box and it's got the stuff inside of it because now they're addicted to the stuff and one of the guys tries it and then he looks at his girlfriend's like ah this is the real stuff this is it this is the good stuff and then the outro credits roll, and the movie's over with. Yeah, it's just, it, it's over, and uh, it's a bad movie, but it's a fun, bad movie. It's just a stupid, crazy concept. On the rotten scale of this one, uh, the special effects are so weird and so crazy, but fun at the same time. Uh, but yeah, on the rotten scale, I'm getting a 6.5 out of 10. I enjoyed it, and like I said, you can watch it for free on YouTube. Uh, which brings us to what we're going to watch next week. It's in the same concept. Bad movie, but fun nonetheless. It's from 1987. Um, it's gonna, We're going to watch Street Trash, and you can find it as well on YouTube. So definitely go check that one out. Uh, it's pretty much about uh, alcohol. Viper uh, liquid, I believe. It's been a while since I watched it. But yeah, I think it's Viper. And if you drink it, you pretty much melt to death. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun movie as well. Stupid movie. Bad movie. But a uh, cheap indie horror movie. And I'm going to love it. I'm assuming. Because it's been probably like 15 years since I watched this one as well. So definitely go check that one out as well. But as always, make sure to check out the outro band, Blood Opera. You can find them on all social media accounts. You know, Instagram, YouTube facebook probably x uh, soundcloud spotify yeah definitely go check them out on all all platforms and as always make sure to check me out on all platforms at type sign you can check me out on facebook uh x um instagram threads uh but the main thing that we're pushing the most uh is the youtube channel so definitely go check that out it'll be linked below as well uh yeah go check it out because we got the weekly gaming video coming out every wednesday we got various shorts and other old episodes of the podcast coming up and yeah just a little bit of this and a little bit of that kind of content and we got some more extra content coming out soon as well so definitely go check out the youtube channel and uh if you can uh share the podcast share it with all your friends enemies pets just classmates whatever whoever and uh yeah Feel free to leave a star rating on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. And an Apple review as well if you're listening over there as well. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Peace.
shudder Cause the leaves are turned 